0: Hey guys, this is Maquita Danielle of Polished Pistol, and you have reached my podcast, Life Things. Here we talk about the things that happen in life, whether it be ups or downs or moments in our lives that feel like they're going sideways. Most importantly, here we are safe, here we are free, and authenticity is the name of the game. Dude, I have a podcast. (laughs) And this is gonna be fun.
1: <laughs> can you hear me? Hi. Hi, how are ya? <laughs> I'm doing well. I Wait, think- now I'm you, I think. Oh, now you're back. You can you hear me? Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, technology. Girl. I feel like my screen has on this like filter because, like, why does my face look like
1: that? What it looks so clear, it like looks clear? Yeah, it looks amazing. What, what computer are you using? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because I always ask when I get on Zoom because, like, when I had my MacBook Air, uh-huh. like camera, perfect. When I bought this Pro, mm. the camera's trash. Like, <laughs> this is a MacBook Pro. Yeah, mine's trash. My camera's trash. But if you read like the reviews on most of them, a lot of people say the camera quality isn't as good as the Air. Like the Air, it was like. Mm. <laughs> But interesting. Mine is just like I'm like I rather record on my phone. I get mad sometimes because but it looks looks decent. But you could tell if you were if you had the two next to each other, you're like, okay, like I'm being cheated. I see (laughs) the difference.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah. Well, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even look at that. I didn't even know the difference. Yes, I feel like anyways, it doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm like, why does
1: it look like that? (laughs) <laughs> good yours was really Thank clear you. I like it it's so good seeing you again it's you so long. I feel like I haven't seen you since I met you but <laughs> I know yeah. you have we haven't that's I, true I, I, Since I met you and then I know they don't do those events like even before COVID they stopped doing the events so what are you drinking tea tea what kind of tea is had, it? um and this is lemon I think lemon and honey yeah, hmm. I, had, I had to, girl, <laughs> I, I, I'm went out with my friends yesterday, <laughs> and then I think everybody was just so, like, excited to be outside, like, together at a bar, it was just like, what, and I just don't know what happened, like, and then, like, and I, like <laughs> I was like, I don't have a voice, oh. <laughs> it was bad, like, so the morning I woke up, I was like, <clears throat> I <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> so I just, I oh just got God. it back. I feel like it's all the way back. It's like, it's there though. Like, oh. oh, so y'all were having fun, fun. We're talking. I, about. I, was, I was like, did anybody else wake up? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, so we went to Tortuga. It's like a Caribbean bar and grill in Easter Market. It's great. Mm. Food is absolutely amazing. You should go and check it out. Okay. What's and the you, name of it? Is? You probably love it. Tortuga tortuga. Okay. Yep. And um yeah. It's it's a uh, it's a Caribbean spot, but it's so good. And then uh, we went to we came to Crystal City to Flirt Lounge or something. Okay. I've never uh, heard of me either till yesterday and I was like, this is different. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how no, is it different? I was just kind of like, because like it, the way, cause obviously there's the COVID thing, so the setups are. Different oh. too, so it's not many people inside. You have people outside. It's like space around. Like, because I really didn't want to go, but then when I went, I was like, okay, so they are being mindful of like how many people can be in here. What are y'all doing? Like, where are y'all sitting? Like, <laughs> like, I see. Yeah, so it's like a lounge spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay, okay. I missed that at first. Got you, and that's like right down. <laughs> Street. Yeah, it was. It was. It was only ten minutes from where we were in Eastern Market, so I was like, "Oh, oh that's awesome!" I'd be forgetting that Crystal City is literally right next door. Right, <laughs> yeah. right across the bridge. Right. But I just didn't
0: realize Eastern Market was right across the bridge. I always yes. think Eastern Market so much further.
1: No, and I like Eastern Market. I hang out there a lot. So.
0: Oh, I haven't been there in a minute. They have like a lot of murals and okay, they have the artsy now. But you know. okay. I'm like, that's the right place then.
1: Mm-hmm. They have the Dolce Gelato. Dolce Gelato. I don't know. Oh, further down. Yep. On the oh, right. Oh, okay. All right. Hmm. right. It's been like at least three
0: years since I've been out there. Oh, you should check it out.
1: Mm-hmm. It has, it's developed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So um, thank you so much for being on this podcast episode. I really appreciate it. I'm excited. Um, one of the things that stood out, one of the reasons why I knew like, when I was making my list of like, okay, these are the women that I want to talk to, and I had you on the list. It just took me forever to reach out. One of those reasons was because of how we first met. Mm-hmm. Um, when I go into new environments, it's interesting. Like I used to be a huge extrovert. Now I'm in between, and so I'm kind of like I observe. And I think in that in that time of my life too, I even maybe drew near people that were quiet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Almost because, I I don't know. I don't know. What I loved in that situation is you, like, you approached me so kindly. It was so genuine, um, very, like, outgoing, but it wasn't, it wasn't too much. Like, it wasn't exhausting, right? Like, it was just genuine. It was so kind and so genuine. And I, that interaction just spoke volumes about things that I don't know and may mm-hmm. never know. And then when I, when I saw Hey New Friends and you may have mentioned
1: it and to, and I should say this to you. I don't even know. Maybe I did mention it, but I don't even remember if it was existing.
0: I don't know. I think, I think it was. I don't know if it was, it was like within the yes, next few months or something oh, yeah. right
1: exactly.
0: yeah. um and to like um you can hear me clearly right
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like podcasts are so different like I, when i was doing part table talk i was like is this a podcast and then i was thinking about the podcast and getting hit on the, all the platforms and i was like nah i'm just gonna <laughs> videos real quick Like, so i feel funny. you i feel you I feel the you. editing process that i just be like ah, that you don't like hate. hate oh wow like most of the time i tell people who come i'm like be mindful of what you say. Pay attention to what you say because I'm not editing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much easier. It is like I'm not editing it. They're like,
0: okay. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to get into, um, explain further, like how we met, where we were, all of that. So, for my POV, um, it was a guy that was a fr- like a friend of a friend. And I can't recall his name, which is so awful. Andre. His name is Andre. And I was going to say his Instagram name because I know that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he asked me to read poetry at his event. He explained what the event was. It sounded really cool. I had never heard of anything like this. I had never even been to that spot in D.C. Essentially, it was an adult like game night with the DJ and live poetry and interaction is what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I went into that environment. And it was, you know, we were all just sitting around and I went to the bar and I didn't drink at the time. And so I got water and um, was kind of like, and I definitely tried to like space myself out from people. Cause that's just how I am. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I can't recall exactly how it happened, but yeah, but you came and again, you were just so like, hey, like in introduction, just really nice, bubbly, friendly. I, and I
1: think I invited you to sit by me or something. I think so. <laughs> That's I that. think so. Because that you came by yourself. Yes. What? Yes. You asked me,
0: I think. Did you come yeah. here by yourself? And I said, yeah. You're like, oh, you should hang out with me. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh, that's good memory, girl. That was a that was a minute ago. It was. Um, but um and then and then we like hung out that night. So Mm -hmm. and there was another girl who was so sweet. She was there as well. Um I cannot think of her name, but she has a little girl. I can just
1: see her face.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm talking (laughs) about, but all in all, like I left feeling like, damn, like that was a really good night. That was really fun, and I got to meet. And I love, I love meeting good women, and not to say that there are bad women, but I just love meeting women that I have a certain kind of connection with. Mm -hmm. And in that, again, it was. If anything, it was like she is just so genuine, Mm -hmm. and um, and so for. You to have created something like Hey New Friends, it made so much sense because that's literally <laughs> what you did in our interaction.
1: Like so most people who like tell stories about how they met me, and then they find out about Hey New Friends, they're like, "This is it. It makes sense."
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, perfect sense. And so, if you can just give a little bit of um, background background that I don't even have, mm-hmm. but I know you're from. I, it's, it's Detroit.
1: No boom so look, everybody who like when I say it's I'm from Michigan. Michigan yes I'm from Michigan and that is not Detroit yes it's not <laughs> so it's not. most people though like it's different because you know you meet people from Detroit and Detroit will be like I'm from Detroit and then if you're not from Detroit Michigan will say I'm from Michigan they'll show mm-hmm. you the hand like where I'm from <laughs> and so yeah so I'm from Benton Harbor Michigan which is like mm, three hours from Detroit and maybe like two hours from Chicago oh okay okay got it got it got it okay i
0: have a family member of michigan my like godparents, and it's not. far. You know <laughs> that's all i know they're like an hour and a half i think outside of detroit
1: maybe east okay. southeast i think the funny thing is like i've like i grew up in michigan but i've only like visited detroit maybe once or twice in my entire life yeah i told someone that yesterday because detroit is like really developing and i'm like i should Probably go see it now, like, as experience it as an adult. I've never really been there.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, so even when you went, you was a
0: kid. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yep. So um reminds me. I'm, I think we probably had this conversation that, that during that first conversation. But remind me what
1: brought you to DC. Um, mm-hmm. and- so I can just yeah, I'll just go ahead and just give the spill. But basically, when I when I decided to go to college. I wanted to be closer to my mother. And so I grew up in Michigan, but I grew up with my father. So once my parents split, um, I opted to live with my dad, which was very different because I was in the fourth grade. And so, you know, a lot of people are like, a, a little girl belongs with her mother. And so my mother, like she actually, she made the sacrifice because I spent the summer with my mother. I did spend a year there when they decided to divorce and move to, she moved to Virginia outside of Richmond. Okay. a year in the school system's there and I cried every day. And so my mother was so heartbroken that I was so sad about being there that I remember she said, you know, I really don't want to let you go, but I don't want you to hate me and I want you to be happy, you know, and so I'm going to let you go live with your dad. And I didn't think she was serious, but I remember her putting me on the plane and I was just crying because she was crying like, hysterically, <laughs> oh, yeah, and so. The promise was that when I went to high school that I was gonna go back and live with my mom. Mm-hmm. But then of course I got to high school, like it was time to go to high school and I already had my foundation, my community, and my friends. And right. I was like, I don't wanna go. Like I still don't want to go. And mm-hmm. I think it's still I could tell that she was still like, you know, a little disappointed, but she understood. Mm-hmm. And so I always tell people, like, even though I didn't grow with my mother directly in my house, she didn't miss a moment. And so she would like fly out, she would fly and surprise me at the skating ring or Any place that I was at, yes, (laughs) she would pop up. And I remember one day I was skating with my friends, you know, like maybe in the sixth grade and I looked over and I was like, oh, that's my mom. And I was skating. I was like, oh, it's my mom. (laughs) but Yeah. So she would just like pop up like that. And then, so, when I went to college, I started looking at schools in-state, and then I was like, I promised my mother that I was going to move like closer to her in high school, and I didn't, so I vowed that for college, I would come closer. So mm-hmm. she, um, like I said, she lived outside of Richmond, and so I was like, you know, not going to be to you, because then I'll be in her backyard, but <laughs> I was like, but I'm going to go close enough so she can get to me, like, like if she needs to get to me within two hours, which is how I ended up at Old Dominion, and ah. yeah, I went to ODU. And so, we not never- we must have talked about that—that that we both went to
0: ODU. I don't think we did. Did we? I don't know. That's crazy.
1: Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I ended up at Old Dominion. And so when I <laughs> met people at ODU, they were like, "You're from Michigan. Like, how did you find like how did you find ODU?" And I had to tell them the story. Like, true. <laughs> that's a good question. Like, yeah, it's like, how did you find ODU? All the schools, you came to ODU. Like, but I loved ODU. Like, I had a great experience there. Like, I would, I'm i glad I chose the school. It was different. Like, it was a culture shock for me. Um, just coming from the Midwest to the East Coast, it was different, but I loved it. Um, so, it was different for you? Um, I think that, like, like, I used to tell, when I first went to college, it's so interesting. When I first went to college, I started being exposed to things like hookah. For example, mm-hmm. when I first saw hookah my freshman year, like people sitting outside in a circle, I called my mom. and was like, "They're doing drugs, like in public. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> they're, they're doing drugs outside. They're just sitting outside, like with a pipe." Like, <laughs> I didn't know they are only it. doing drugs, mom. <laughs> yeah, and I she's like, Crystal, take a picture. I took a picture. She's like, "It's hookah." Like, I had never, <laughs> like, never heard. i like, "Well, what is that?" Like, <laughs> so I was just like, "This is different." And then, like you know. um... <laughs> Then I started to learn about the, like, the different parts of Virginia. Like, and it's like, you know, no, this is Southern Virginia. No, this is Northern Virginia. Oh no, my I'm gosh, like,
0: it's a difference.
1: What? Yeah, it is a difference. And I could tell because like the girls would click up and then, you know, you would know the, the Northern Virginia girls and then it would be the PG County girls that were in Maryland. And then it was like, and I was like, this is too much. <laughs> so true. It was too much. And I remember telling my mom, I was like, she was like, well, how do you know? I said, well, all of the PG County girls walk around with Michael Kors purses. And <laughs> things like that. And so I like knew nothing about like designers. So like where I grew up, it's a small town. and okay. So a lot of people like they travel to get like the, the latest or whatever, but I really wasn't into that. So like when I got to college and I saw people with like Michael Kors, I'm like, what is that? I had never heard of even, I hadn't even heard of Nordstrom. When I went to Nordstrom, I said, wow. like <laughs> It was like it was just so different for me. Like even like, um yeah. like when I went to my first five-star restaurant, It was like when I moved up here and I was just like, I had never even been exposed to things like that. And then I was just like, why do people spend all this money on these restaurants? But I kept telling myself, I was like, well, I want to experience a five star restaurant. And then when I finally did, like when I told people it was my first time, like people did it a lot already here. And I was like, wow, like (laughs) different. it was like a different level of luxury that I just wasn't exposed to coming from like a high poverty town kind of like it was it was (laughs) eye-opening so interesting yeah yeah yeah.
0: so okay all right so that's how okay got it so now I know how you got to Virginia and what that culture shock was like that's a
1: big that's a big difference yeah and then I um after I graduated Old Dominion Mm -hmm. I wanted to go back to Michigan I was going to go back to Michigan apply to jobs there because I was like you know it's home like what do you do what do you do after college like you go home (laughs) I okay. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so I was going to go home, but then my sister and I reconnected in a sense. So I have a big sister mm-hmm. who is probably 36, probably wrong, 36. Uh-huh. Anyway, we reconnected and she lived in Waldorf, Maryland. Uh-huh. And so she invited me to live with her and she was like, you know, this is the perfect uh-huh. time for us to get to know each other. And, you know, we can build a bond because I remember when I was little, because we have different mothers and the same father. And so I remember when I was little, every year for Christmas, I used to be like, I just want my sister because I knew I had a big sister, but we didn't have that relationship because, you know, you know how sometimes custody battles and things can be. So we didn't grow up with each other. And so when she invited me to live with her, I was like, this is perfect. Like, and she's like, it's close to DC. At the time, I thought so too. But then I'm like, Walter, if it's not close to (laughs) now. Listen, Girl. Like, never, never land, for one. <laughs> I'm like, not close to D.C. People try to get you with that all the time. Yes. try to us of D.C. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's like, I feel like you would really like D.C., da, da, da. And I'm thinking like, oh, I'm going to move to D.C. I'm telling people I'm moving to D.C. I'm moving <laughs> to Waldorf. And it was far. <laughs> So, yeah, so I moved with my sister, and um, I started. decided I was going to go to grad school at George Mason, and so I started going to grad school here, and then I was like, you know what? I think I really like it here. And mm-hmm. then at the time, she got her husband got stationed to Norfolk, and she was like, oh, wow. well, do you want to come back and, like, live in Norfolk again and, like, go to, like, Norfolk State or ODU? And I was like, I'm not going back down there. So yeah. then I just uh, got on Craigslist and randomly found a roommate who happened to have um, I love <laughs> to have an opening, and the only thing I hate is that she had a black cat. I was, terrified. I was terrified of cat, but I needed a place to stay and I needed to be able to afford it. And so I moved in with her and then it all worked out. And so after that I moved into my own space and I was like, I'm staying. Like I like it here. I found my fit. Wow. But that's how I created, hey, new friends, because I didn't know anybody like when I really moved here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I don't I don't want to just continue to go places by myself. And like, and then I didn't know where to go. And so we have to be plugged in into some type of network to know like, oh, you should hang out in this area. Oh, this event is happening on this day. Like, but if you don't know, it's just like you scroll the internet and you get like Eventbrite stuff and it's not the best. Right, and I'm like I want to know the good food places. I want to know the holes in the wall. Like I need a hairstylist. Like that was very big. Like I could not find anybody to do my hair for the longest. Mm, and I was like, that is yeah,
0: struggle. That is not fun looking for a hairstylist. It's
1: not. And then when I did find someone, I was like, oh y'all paid, This is what y'all be paying out here, girl. And then that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. I said, oh, I remember I, I wanted some box braids, and the girl was like 180 dollars, and I'm like, I can pay 50 dollars and get braids in Michigan. <laughs> the braids that I like are in Michigan for a yes. Lot of Yes, yeah. yes, and I was kind of like, wow, and then I had, I just had to get used to that, and I was just like, things are so expensive here, like super yeah. expensive, and then people are like, well, you can make good money, and I'm like, yeah, but not really, like to you, it's like making good money, because if I was making this and living in Michigan, you'd be like, oh, you balling. Right. right. Yeah, like you make it here, you'd be like, oh, girl, you got to keep going, you need to ask for more. <laughs> like, like, you're not, yeah, you, you just to ask You make it more. ends yeah, meet. <laughs> like you're barely making it, and I'm like, because so my dad couldn't understand that at first. And I was like, no, dad. Like when I first got my first job out of college, he was like, oh, I think it was like 45,000. I think it was like 45,000. He was like, yeah, that is good. And I was like, I thought so too until I really had to move on my own. And I was like, <laughs> rent can be like 1200, 1300 and up. And I'm just like, this is nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So like, well, it was just different. But yes, that is how I ended up in the DMV. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> this
0: morning, um a lot of my morning and time this summer has been like truly focusing on self-care. Self-care is something that's thrown out a lot more these days because of COVID and then because of, you know, all the social injustice and what that does like as an African-American in this country, it can be right. heavy. And so self-care is definitely something that's in conversations now. Um, but I definitely will say that it's something I've been like bad at. I would prioritize jobs and things like that over. Right. And it was often expected of me. Mm, put that out there. <laughs> like if you said something like, oh, well, self-care, they're like, I
1: mean, you can self-care in your 40s when you've earned it. Like, <laughs> um, I think, but I, I love that you said that because I don't, I think self-care is something I'm just learning how to do. Mm And so I don't think it's something that we, like, grow up learning.
0: Life Things with Maquita Danielle will be right back after this commercial break. Paint and Poetic Prose is live now. Paint and Poetic Prose is live. Paint and Poetic Prose is live. Okay, so to be fair, to be fair, we've always been live. We've always offered live sessions and y'all have been booking them. However, we are now also offering in-person live sessions. We have certain parameters put in place that are outlined on our website to ensure that both you and we are kept safe. We are available to see y'all in person. Also, we got some new stuff. It's new things popping, new things popping, new things pa 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 Hey, new things, popping in eight. So, number one. Another new thing that we have on the website and that we now have available at Paint Poetic Pros are paint and poetry sets that you can do on your own, on your own time. You do not have to be a part of a session, a scheduled session. You can simply order a box, have it shipped to your home. It is not live. It is pre-recorded. And that way you have the flexibility to do, do it whenever it works out for you. Number two. And you can now subscribe to Paint Poetic Pros. If you subscribe, you receive a discounted rate. You receive free shipping. Every box is different. Every poetry piece is different. Every paint instruction is different. We've also started adding various Black-owned self-care products to our boxes. Did you know that? Did you know that? Well, now you know that. And you can sign up to receive either a box a month or you can choose to receive it seasonally that's four times a year you can also choose to receive it every other month so that would be for six months out of the year all of that information is available on paint and the link is in the description of this podcast now if you don't know if you don't know what paint and poetic prose is by now i will go ahead and give you a little brief introduction followed by some road Views and this moment right now wherever you are pull over take a moment write it down put into your safari or your google chrome browser paint and poetic we're also on the instagram at paint and poetic prose yeah Amongst all of the unfortunate times that we're experiencing in this country and in the world right now, me and my best friend decided to come together and join forces under Paint and Poetic Prose. Paint and Prose? Isn't that like a paint and sip? Yeah, the better. Paint and Poetic Pros is the virtual something different that you've been looking for. We bring a open mic-like experience and a paint and sip-like experience. We bring them together and we bring them online so that you can choose to either join a general class and meet new people. A private session with just you and your closest friends and or family locally or around the country. And we are now offering in-person sessions again. All attendees will receive personalized packages delivered directly to their door and or whatever the address it is that they provide. If you are hosting your own birthday event, you no longer have to worry about party favors, entertainment, any sort of cleanup. Nope. Just bring your own cake. We're the entertainment. We're there to interact with your guests. And also with their personalized packages, it's like they're receiving a favor from you directly. We also do other holidays, work events. If you are missing happy hour with your coworkers and friends, this is the place to book something different. On Zoom, we all meet in the same room and have an experience, a virtual, unique, relaxing, calming, and authentic, most importantly, an authentic experience together. Janelle Jordan, the professional visual artist, truly one of the most talented and beautiful artists I know, will walk you through very a very unique art piece that's simple enough for people like me, the non-visual artist, to grasp, but also leave with feeling like we made something that's unique and special to us because she teaches you how to kind of add your own flair to it we're painting on wood we're painting with alcohol and i have the pleasure of delivering the correlated poetic pieces while also moderating the associated discussions The poetry pieces are relatable on a somewhat universal level, but they're deep. They give you all the feels. They'll feed the mind, feed the soul, and if you allow them to, they will feed the conversations if you just open up a little bit. And people always do, they always do. So originally we were only working with four themes. We now have 12 themes available. We're dealing with leather, lace and ruffles, water, air, you name it. If you're a Zodiac lover, this is right up your alley. All right, it's your turn. Go to the website right now. Open up a new tab, open up Safari, Google Chrome, wherever you are, stop what you're doing. Go to www.paintandpoeticprose.com. Explore the options available. If you do not see a date and time that works well for you, hit us up, send us a message, but go to it right now. Here are some of the things that previous attendees had to say about their own experience.
1: I was a little bit kind of um, intimidated in the beginning because I don't know anyone in the group, but I really felt, of course, I felt really welcomed and it was a very um, warm group of women. Um, sometimes it's really hard, um, you know, if, if you don't know people, but that's that's really great. So I think that the format of just being, um, you know, by yourself participating, is also such a great idea. And I'm not sure if you're just limiting this to women, McLean um, and Janelle but I thought that this particular format is really um, very uh, I don't know, it's, it's very powerful to me because I think that while everyone's struggling, um, I think that we have unique um, struggles as women so um, I really appreciate this so thanks for inviting me
0: just getting this little snippet, I'm like, I want more. <laughs> this is yeah, definitely something to look forward to. Um, yeah,
1: for today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, this has been a great experience just because I'm a girls' girl. I love meeting amazing women that are unapologetically themselves and they like to share and be vulnerable and be strong and be funny and be um, emotional all at the same time. I know that that as women, as wives, as sisters, as friends, as mothers, as business women, So many times we forget to uh, take a moment for ourselves. So I want to thank each of you for taking those moments this evening to share that time with us because we spread ourselves so thin many times. And to have the opportunity to just relate to other women in a really spiritual and artistic and calming. I mean, every time you read a poem, I closed my eyes and I just Mm -hmm. heard it. I didn't look at anything. I just was listening to it. Uh And every time Janelle painted something, I was eyeing it. So it's like this really interesting juxtaposition between all of the senses Mm -hmm. of listening to something and taking it in without seeing anything, creating your own photograph in your mind and then opening your eyes and creating something that's actual tangible art. I think you guys are onto something that people are going to need more and more. Please,
1: please, please. um, Thank you so much, um, everyone, for your um, stories, for sharing your time, your energy. It's just been good vibes
0: this evening. Hope we can grow this community and make it amazing because I think it's really
1: important we are all trying to get it together honey
0: we are all trying to get it
1: together
0: (laughs) we are doing the best we can the website again is www.paintandpoeticprose.com we can't wait to meet you We are headed back into our discussion with Miss Carter Sade.
1: Unless your mother does it or something, but I didn't. So I just saw my parents work all the time, all the time. So to me, like when I got my first job at 15... Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I guess self-care was getting my nails done, but you know, the nail shot you go in and it's super quick and you're done. And so what, 30 minutes? <laughs> is that all I need for my self-care? Mm, right. The frequency of it was yeah. if there is, if it is
0: introduced, like I feel you, like as a kid, it was definitely introduced to me. Like my mom did a good job about taking care of herself, but mm-hmm. the frequency of it and what that looked like is something different than what I'm learning as an adult that I need.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. And so- even like this morning it was like um definitely focusing on that and prioritizing that taking things one moment at a time and then it was interesting too because like when you got when i got that message from you i was just like it was so beautiful to be able to be like like you first you, but, you know
1: like i was like i was like oh that was sweet when you was like take that time i was like yes yeah. and i was like oh, I'll, t- I'll take a shower Exactly, I decided to go ahead and twist my hair. Yeah, like that. Now I got time to brush through this thing that I've been rocking up for a week. (laughs) I get it, the natural, uh, and that's a part of self care too. So once I started looking at it like that, like during COVID, like quarantine. I've started taking care of my hair. Like I've been more into like the deep conditioning and letting it sit and watching movies while it's in my hair. Like, right. and, and I was like, wow, I'm like loving on my hair right now. It's gonna grow a little more. Like, right, right. Before then, you know, we were just hustle and bustle all the time. Everything all the was time. About died and so washing my hair. You know, wash days are forever. So that just was not a priority. Well I say it's forever. <laughs> oh, so that just wasn't a priority. Like, oh, I gotta wash my hair, I'm gonna keep putting that off a couple of days because I want to go outside. Like, right. not, like what is
0: so what would you say ideally then um self care would look like like alone? What does that look like for you ideally in a perfect world?
1: Well, like even right now, like I like I said, I feel like quarantine has kind of made it perfect. <laughs> So every morning I'm up. Usually I'm up. My body just wakes up at five o'clock in the morning. So mm-hmm. by five, like I'll lay there and I'll like literally meditate or like I'll pray and do some stretches in my bed. I googled that one time. Somebody's like, you can stretch in your bed. I'm like, really? So I started looking at YouTube videos. Oh, send me that. Oh, okay, yeah. just YouTube. Look, you really can. No, just YouTube. Like stretches in the bed, and then you don't even have to get out the bed yet. So I um so usually by six o'clock I write in my um my journal. So I am a big journaler. Like, why do you do that? Why do you write in your journal? Like, I think I've, I learned how to do it as a way of like, I I look at it like writing love letters to God. So it's always like, dear God. And I write like, like I write about my day or what I'm feeling or, you know, what I want to manifest, whatever comes to mind. Like I literally write it down and it always ends with amen. And so when I was trying to learn how to pray and I was like, well, what does praying really look like? Like, you know, you think about like, I grew up on my mother's side, they grew up in church and then my father's side was completely opposite. Like, so, and so I'm like, I grew up in Michigan. So in the summertime, we had revival, we had church and I'm like, at my mom's house, this is what we do. And then I go to Michigan, it's like, what? Like, so, so like, she was trying to like teach me these things, like, you know, embed them in me, but I just didn't keep them up. Um, when I was living in Michigan, uh-huh. and so it wasn't until I went to college on my own. And it's crazy. Like the stuff, even the little seeds that she was planting, like when I went to college on my own, I learned how to pray. Mm-hmm. And so, and I was like, oh, like this is like, it's just casual conversation. Yes. But then I learned that, um, it's crazy because I speak now and I have like a talk show. I hated hearing my voice. So I would wow. not pray out loud because I, d- I just c- didn't like hearing myself. And so that's how I was like, you know what, I'm going to write things down. Mm-hmm. And so I started writing them down and then I would challenge myself to read it out loud later. Wow. Like I was like praying. And so now that I've got into that type of routine, I don't have to like I can really write um I can write my prayers and then I can just have a whole nother prayer. Like just by talking to God in the morning. And I do that every morning. Wow. And so usually like something that I wrote, like I write will trigger me. And then it just takes me to another level. And then next yeah. thing you know, I'm in praise and worship in my room. Like, <laughs> And it's a great experience. And so now every morning, like, I look forward to that. Like, I look forward to those quiet moments where I'm just looking out the window and writing in my journal because the neighborhood is still asleep. And like, you can just see the stillness of like everything around. For the first
0: time this morning, I did that. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. it's crazy because I don't journal. It's something that I like hear and think like, Oh, that sounds really nice. It's like one of those things, you know, right, right. like one day and this morning and really, truly like in this, you know, my own life, really having to ground myself every day in God and God and myself so that I'm not too much in my head and I'm more right. in, my heart, mm-hmm.
1: in
0: my soul and my spirit. This morning I was led to write stuff out and then, and I'm a writer, but I don't, I don't journal. Right? Yeah, I say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I got my old planners to see what those goals are and all of that and kind of review and write and all of that. It's just crazy because what you expe- what you said that you experienced, what you just explained. Mm-hmm. Is like today I felt that for the first time. Interestingly enough,
1: yes, it is. Yeah, it just crazy. feels so good. Like, and sometimes I'll break out and start crying. I'm like, "What are you crying for?" But like, it's great. It, <laughs> it's and really like great. I said, it goes to like a whole nother level of yes. You tap into another dimension, and I, I, I tell people that all the time. Like when you are like trying to like develop your own relationship with your spiritual spiritual power, like it's. It's, you literally just got to put yourself in the room, like put yourself in the room and just like, just be there, exist and let it all out. And I just be like, like on my birthday, mm-hmm. I'll go back and read journal entries that I wrote on my birthday the year before, just mm-hmm. to see like, if there was like growth or where I was that year, like, what was my thinking? Because if I, on my birthday, sometimes I'll write about the entire year,
0: mm-hmm. like how
1: I felt. And so I'll go back and read like, that, like, what did I feel like at this age? Like <laughs> on my birthday. Wow. wow. And so, yeah, it's kind of cool to see the growth or to see where you're still struggling. Like those areas where you're like, why am I still repeating this cycle? Like, why am I still like, why am I still repeating this lesson? Like, thought I learned this already. <laughs> like, This is so purposeful.
0: So that's why I'm just going to continue to talk on this topic for a minute, because mm-hmm. even still, listen to this, even still, when we took the extra time to like, take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. I decided to play a sermon. I was led to listen to something about Jericho from the church uh-huh. I grew to. I found something from 2010 that I never heard. Uh-huh. In that, she talked about writing things down. Prior to then, I was led to ask a friend to write things down. For her in the sermon, it was a lot of remembering the promises that God has already answered. Mm -hmm. One way to do that is to write them down. Otherwise, we usually forget them. Yep. Why wouldn't you go back
1: and read to see what God has done for you in your life? You do. And it's just like with me, like even when I got off into blogging, I don't blog anymore, but I would tell people like my blog, it was called Unashamed. This is me. And it was literally I remember that yes and it was literally like it was empowering for me and people would write me all the time like this is really good this is really good and i'm like guys i am encouraging myself little do you, do, do you know but then i turn it like we should be doing this and this we should feel this way like it was just really uplifting but now when i go back and read that stuff like if i have mine like because we have mind control but if I have, if I hear my, if I hear my thoughts like getting louder and they're negative, I go back and I read old blogs Ooh, and that I tell, used to tell people about their thoughts and things like that. And I'm just like, why, why did you not remember that in that moment when you were doing that to yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and so I'm just like, mm-hmm. sometimes I think that you, I think that you should read your work for one because it's healing. And like, ultimately, like, you know, you were healing yourself, but you're healing others, but you, you were healing yourself. Do you have any journal recommendations? It's so crazy because this girl, she's like, you should start your own journal line. I was like, that's a thing, huh? Okay. Well, there you go. Send me a link. <laughs> I'll come back to you on that because I actually have been entertaining the idea since quarantine. <laughs> Wonderful. That is so
0: exciting. Please yep. actually do follow up with that with me. I will. I mean it. Okay. We really will. Okay. So in terms of your self-care in the mornings, that's, so that's like one of the ways that you focus in on self-care. How about with regards to um, self-care with friends? What does that look like for you?
1: So this is so crazy. I went through a phase in my life a couple of months ago where I felt like God was testing me with my friendships. I felt like the worst friend ever. Mm. And I had to like literally check myself because I'm like, how do you have a group called Hey New Friends? And you're a friend to like all of these other women, but you're failing in your closest relationships. Mm. And I was like, and like, you know, some of my friends started calling me out about it. Like, you know, you don't make time. You don't text back. If we want to get in contact with you, we get on social media, like, cause I have this social media preference, I mean, presence. And so they're like, I had to think about that. I'm like, dad, I miss birthdays. Like, you know, most of my friends are, you know, have children now. And I'm like, I have missed birthdays. I have missed get togethers all because I've just been chasing my own dream. And I felt like I was like super selfish. Like once I thought about it, because in those moments when I'm by myself and I need people to talk to, those are the people that I call. Mm-hmm. And then like, when I got into the space where I felt like I couldn't call them because I felt like a burden because I didn't say I didn't talk to them or check in on them or anything at, you know, that point in my life, I was just like that selfish, mm-hmm. you know? And so now I'm like, um, yeah, now I'm more like, I think I'm still grateful for quarantine because when it happened, I started FaceTiming people because I have one girlfriend, for example, she stopped talking to me and I was just like tweeting her and saying those things. She would ignore my tweets. And I was just like, why is she ignoring my stuff? Like, why is she not responding? And so, and then so then she uh, was talking about like an idea or something that she has. And I'm always thinking about businesses, creating businesses. And so that was the moment. So she tweeted something. And I was like, Oh, Jasmine, you can build a brand around this. Like, you can do this, you can do that. And she didn't respond. And so, like, she didn't even respond to my business idea. And so like, I called her and I was just like, What's up? Like, you know, what's going on? And she told me, and she was like, I told you time and time again. That, you know, when it comes to me and you, like, I need to speak to you. I need to see you. And um, we need to, like, you know, arrange times, like, dates to have phone conversations because she's in Michigan and I'm here. And she's like, we need to make time to talk to each other. And she's like, and you continue to fail at that. And she's like, and I had to tell my other friends, my line sisters, about you because it really hurt my feelings. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes she said it really hurt my feelings and she was like and then when you had the nurse to write me about a business idea I was like she's always thinking about business and she's always thinking about all these things but she I just wanted you to call and check on me like how are you doing like how's your day like well you know what happened this week and I was like dag like I looked in the mirror I was like she's so right like what type of friend am I? (laughs) Um. Yeah, and like, what type of friend am I? And I spend all these times with people that I just meet in this group, but I don't take time to spend with the people that I grew up with that are like closest to me, the relationships that I felt like, you know, you see God in different people and you're like, this person was really placed in my life for a reason. And I didn't nurture those relationships. I was letting them fall by the wayside. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm just like, Like, I know my love language for each friend. Like, I know how they, like, you know, want to be treated. And so I'm very mindful of that. And so even with me being super busy, if I'm just driving down the street, I'll call Jasmine, I'll FaceTime her because I know she wants to see me. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll do that. And then it's like, if I'm, here, like I, have like, I have, like, five best friends, but then, like, Tanisha lives closest to me, and so if I see Tanisha, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna go, go over to her house because Tanisha likes to cook and talk. Like, I can just go eat dinner with her one night and she'll be so totally beautiful. fine. Like, yeah, and so I just have to do it like that, like, you know, show up in spaces where they are and mm-hmm. not make it about me. Mm. And so that's how I've started like prioritizing it and without feeling burnt out because it's still like a mutual interest, like whether well, it's dinner, just catching up or things like that. It's like that doesn't take much of your time and you feel good about it afterwards. So tell me how that then, even though you, you've you kind of already
0: said it, but can you elaborate more and then how how does that reflect on self-care for you?
1: So I think I need to recharge my batteries and I recharge my batteries through the, those closest to me. And so even with like going home, like sometimes people will be like, oh, what are you doing? I'll be like, I'm in Michigan, random. Like I'll feel it in my spirit that I need to go home. Like, and I have to go home and I'll go home and not sleep in. I have the same bed at home uh, since I was like 10. Oh, and, that's so uh, was comforting. Yes. and my dad left everything like the movie, like uh, the Space Jam. I got everything on the wall. Oh, still. he's a real one. Yeah. He I has moved out, girl. <laughs> 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 my room became <laughs> a Gem. Oh, man. No, so, yeah, so it was just me and him. So he left my room exactly as is. And he looks forward to me coming home and being in my room wow and so like i'll go and then people are like oh chris is in michigan like she sleep like i'll go home. <laughs> literally i'll go home and i'll see my family but for the most part i'm sweet like it, excuse me in my childhood bed i am taking naps like three or four times a day i'm taking multiple baths and my dad's like you know every time you come home my water bill goes up but it's okay <laughs> like because i take three or four baths a day and he's like but well, you didn't go anywhere and i'm just like but i like the tub like i like the bubble bath i like the solitude like it's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, it, yeah, so, like, for me, it recharges my batteries because you can't I – can, I pour a lot into people. And like, then sometimes I'm just like, what am I – like, I'm not pouring into myself. And when I don't pour into myself, I don't have anything to say like or to give. I just don't have anything to give, no energy, no anything. And so it's crazy because – Um, recently I did a tarot card reading and I was so terrified of this, but I just, I was like, you know what? like, I want to go deeper spiritually. And this woman, she's like, you know, the pastor's daughter. So I got off into a conversation, like, how are you the pastor's daughter? And you're like a tarot reader. Like, how how does it Number one. How, that, how does this work? And she was going on to tell me like how everything's connected, like God created the universe and we should right. look to these things for guidance because he's given that for us. Like he's given that to us. And I was like, okay, you know, I kind of can respect that. And mm-hmm. so she, when she prays, like when she did the tarot reading, for example, she prayed to God to give her guidance on what to tell me, like of what he needed to show me. And so that I could move forward in different like paths and things. And I was just like, amazed like, <laughs> i was like i didn't expect it to go like that like she was praying to get, like to jesus the God. and i'm like whoa like that's interesting and then when she pulled out the cards and like as he started speaking to her i guess and she pulled out the cards, the girl is amazing you gotta hit her up but, i am just like yeah i'm, I'm okay uh-huh i'm listening Yes, her name is miss debbie ms dot debbie on instagram absolutely um, amazing that he said W-D-E-B-E-Y. debbie B-H-E-B-E-Y oh got it okay so yeah so my last instagram live was with her, was with her and she's like I'm getting all of these clients now but Aww. i let her do a live reading for me too and i was like whoa but yeah so anyway she um in this car reading that she did she said she pulled out rest like rest and relaxation cards three times well and what is it they were like rest and relaxation cards like as she was going through her deck like i got that card three times and she was like you need to rest and she was like got a thing that you need to rest there's an idea there's an opportunity that's coming up and is there something that he's trying to tell you about a plan and he can't even tell you because you don't even sleep and Mm -hmm. I was like interesting because I always tell people God speaks to me in my dreams Mm -hmm. that's how he speaks to me I get my visions like everything that I've done so Mm -hmm. far when she said that like he can't tell you because you don't sleep I was like whoa like this is real because I don't even tell people that you know really that he talks to me in my dreams Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so um so like this for the last two weeks I have been prioritizing just like being still like saying no, like, cause even though the world has opened up. So a lot of people are still going back outside and I'm just kind of like, it's not the season for me. And then like recently I lost my job. Mm-hmm. So, and so when I did this reading she was like, I didn't even tell her that. And she was just like, you know, you're, you're, you're going to have loss by like July 5th, but it's okay. Because if you get your rest and relaxation, like something else is going to be revealed to you. And I was like, that's crazy because I lost my job like today. As, as I was talking to her and she was just like, wow. I was like, yeah, my position was eliminated. And she's like, and you're so calm about it. And I was like, because I, I have a real peace behind it. I'm just like, it's okay. Like, I don't know what's next, but I know it's not HR. It's not like, you know, I don't, I don't, I've never felt like I was called to be the corporate America nine to five woman. Like I respect it, but it was not for me. Like it made. I went to school, I got the degrees, I made it happen, but it was just not for me. Like I'm too much of a free flowing spirit to be locked away in like a little jail cell. And that's kind of how I felt in my last job. Yeah. So You were free from
0: it, like high <laughs> you were free from it.
1: Yeah. So like when they announced, they were like, we're so sad to have to tell you this, you know, we're going to help you find another job, but we have to eliminate your position. And I was just like, it's okay. And they were like, you straight? I'm like, you straight? <laughs> I was like, I have so many things, projects that I want to work on and I just can't do it because of work. Like And so I'm a girl. I've been saving. And so I wasn't even worried about it. I was just like, you know, the next opportunity is going to be even better. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I think I want to, I just want to speak on that too. So like when it comes to it reminded me of another thing that you said during our first interaction. It had something to do with like, we didn't use the word vibe, but I think you use the word spirit. Like I can feel people's spirit. I can tell mm-hmm. when it's not a good situation or like, okay, I'm not messing with that and right. but, and, or the opposite, right? Like you're drawn you to it. discernment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Discernment. That was in our very first conversation. I think that when it comes to things like tarot card reading and anything else equally, churches, right. preachers, anything you're listening to, reading, I think that all has to go through a filter of discernment. So even like with what okay. you're saying, there's some credibility behind it just because of our interactions thus far and the things that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Even And then you have to apply your own discernment to it. Yep. So I, I recognize that God is big and He like we as humans try to find ways to make sense of him all the time by putting right. him in various boxes. And so with you saying that, it's like, okay, because I do 100% believe. Yeah. That, like, okay, the the, the universe is something that we don't even, we we don't know a lot, okay? Like, (laughs) we we don't. We know that God created all of this, and I understand that, like, I'm just not going to understand
1: all of it in my lifetime here on Earth. Like, yeah, and that's how I—that's how I've been thinking about it lately too. But then I think that, like, you know, when you get that inkling in your spirit to go higher spiritually, right? Was, like, all of these things just kept coming to me, like being open to these ideas, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try this because I feel safe. Like, I feel like it's something that I'm suppo- I'm seeking, and I need to hear from it in another way. Like, I need to hear His voice in another way. And right? I feel like, it was still like. It was, it was amazing. And I just <laughs> want to reemphasize that with you choosing
0: to do that, it's out of, I mean, it's out of discernment. Out of, you weren't just out here just like, I'm going to try
1: that. Like, I'm driving past and like, ooh, psychic reader, let me try. Yes, exactly. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not at all. It was like, it, it kind of all started aligning because I was on Twitter one day and, um, I was like, you know, I really want to go higher spiritually. That's what I put. And I was like, and I've just been having this inkling to talk to like, actually what I said was, I've never had a prophetic experience. Mm -hmm. I've never had anybody prophesy in my life. That's what that sounded like. 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 And I told her that, and I said, even though you said, and I told her down the line, I said, even though you say you're a tarot card reader, da da da, I was like, you're a prophet. Right. what you are. And And she's like, thank you for that. I was like, that's exactly what you are. And so I was like, I tweeted about not having a prophetic experience. And a couple of days later I, later, I connected to her and it was like, wow. And I told my mom later, my mom was like, that was the experience you were seeking. And I was like, it was.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm like, chills. Yeah. Let's do it this way, actually, because in you, in this walk of you being um, spiritually led to do various things, you choosing to stay in Michigan, you choosing to come to Virginia when you did, you choosing to go to ODU, you choosing to st- move with your sister, stay here, etc. cetera. Yeah if that is what that is, tell me how that has then led you to something like Hey New Friends and why you think it's so important.
1: Um, so yesterday, for example, the we hung out um, on an impromptu because we have a group chat and a girl was just like, you know, I've been feeling down lately. Like, does anybody want to hang out? And I was like, this is so beautiful. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. And so we were like, yeah, girl, like, let's get together. And so that's how I was impromptu. And like, all five of us got together. You know, you only have six at a table for COVID. And mm-hmm. we went out and, you know, women... When you get around good women, they take on this nurturing, coddling role, and so it was like you're my sister. Like so, like we're having fun, we're dancing, and it's like you could still feel like protected, like you know, somebody that you can lean on in that moment. And I think that's just super important because, like, like I said, I did start it because I didn't know anybody here, but having like a sister, a sister friend is real, like you know, because you you meet spirits, you meet people and they don't have good intentions for you. And I'm so thankful because like, I pray over the group all the time, but I feel like every woman in this group is so genuine. Like you're going to connect with somebody. You might not be best friends with everybody. You'll have your favorite, which is fine. Like if you can just find that one person in the group that you can go to the mall with on Saturday, that's totally, that's totally fine. That's the point. That's like, yes. <laughs> and so, when I was, when I was creating it, I was telling people, cause people were giving me ideas about it, like all these events and different things. And I was like, I don't wanna be that. Like that's not what I want. Like I don't want it to just be like we're getting together and like that's an it's just a workshop, it's just an event. Like I want the everyday relationship. I think that's why a lot of people stay in the group and come to the things because we don't just have events like that. We're like, okay, who wants to go get their nails done? Or who wants to go to the mall? Like, I don't have anybody to go to happy hour with. Can someone come with me? Like, you just don't want to be alone, you know? Yes. And so It's just like, you always have that resource. You you can always lean on the group to find somebody to do something with you. I think I shied away from girl groups because I was very insecure about not being, not, not having strong female presence in my life. Right. And so, so it's like, you know, if you think about women power, women's empowerment, it's like, what am I going to tell them? I didn't grow up. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't grow up with a bunch of women in my life to guide me. Like, you know, so now that I have the community and I see it like it is now, I'm just like, there's so much growth here and there's so much love. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not bad. Like, it is not bad at all. Like, I kind of like, it's funny because people would say I grew up privileged. Like, I used to get called the little rich girl in the hood. It just kind of like, I don't know. It just, all of that, like, I think shaped me. And then I kind of became just about myself a lot. I was, it was just me and my dad. I was just selfish. It was just, I was spoiled. I was super spoiled. Right. So I didn't literally care about a lot of other people's feelings. And so being forced now to be in a group now where you just hear women ex- like be vulnerable sometimes and express themselves and actually feel like I can lean in and be like, give a helping hand or share an experience. It just feels so different. Like It feels so different now.
0: Got none of that from our first interaction. I got the very mm-hmm. opposite of that.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know? no, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you know, what you- it's like it's like the insecurity and then like intimidation. And so even like being up here, like I said, like, the whole culture shock and, like, dealing with women who, like, live lives of luxury, like, right. grew up in luxury and, you know, it's a trending topic on Twitter now, like, you know, live a life of luxury, let women... Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I thought about that and I was like, wow, because... I was just having a conversation with my girlfriend recently about dating and she was like we had to get to the root in me we had to get to the root of why i didn't think that i would desire i could be desired by a man who lived a life of luxury Mm -hmm. or i couldn't be introduced to that and so why i would put myself in situations where people lacked and i was like it's okay because you know you don't have it all together and i don't have it all together or why am i intimidated by a man with like status like i had to go through that phase and we had to knock all of that out and i was just like. Your insecurities run deep and then when you start to like like dig it dig in it you're like dad like you know I think I felt that way because I just grew up differently and then I moved here and it was like elite black people I have never seen so many elite black people in my life it's intimidating right? Like. and so now I feel like I'm a part of the number and I, I've made my mark and I'm making a mark but before it was so intimidating I was just like people grew up like this like you know you grew up with these opportunities you grew up in these good schools you had like you know your parents driving businesses or things like that and i think i was super intimidated like Mm -hmm. and so i shied away from a lot of stuff the interesting thing about
0: like with insecurity which it sounds like you've already figured out is that i think it runs so deep like you said that it does affect things without us even recognizing what it's affecting in our day-to-day life interactions who's around us what we decide to do with our lives right but also, when you get to, like, the root of that insecurity, it's so, like, it's so light. Mm-hmm. As deep as it runs, it's so untrue. Mm-hmm. It's, yes. it's,
1: you know, it doesn't hold any, like, weight to it. <laughs> um, and I had to think about, like, that moment when I was digging deep in it. I was like, it was my third grade teacher. Like, you know, something <laughs> as simple, like, literally yeah. something yeah. As, simple as that. And I was <laughs> like, wow, like, why did this, like take a toll on my life. I'm 28 now and I'm still feeling like I can't do certain things. Like, yeah. hmm But mm-hmm. oh, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, goodness. Woo. It's what you had was so much... Uh, like in the the thing that came to mind when you said, you know, like I didn't have like a woman raising me, I didn't have that, and that's that's real. Like mm-hmm. what you had though was something even deeper than that. What you have is like an ability to create situations like the ones you described, yeah. like the ones that I described in meeting you, mm-hmm. and the ones now where women can have a, a place to go to text each other to find somewhere to hang out. I mean that right. that isn't necessarily crafted. I I recognize environment does make a difference, definitely, but. But that that isn't necessarily crafted by your environment. That's in you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that
0: hey guys so we are wrapping up part one of this episode with miss carter shade but stay tuned for part two because in the next episode we're going to cover how self-care um how that's reflected and what that looks like when you're in an intimate relationship um and some other different scenarios for now though i am going to close us out in prayer heavenly father i thank you so much for bringing us all here intentionally right here in this moment in this minute together dear god I pray over the souls and spirits of those that are listening that they are brought further into light, that they are easily able to escape and remove themselves from anything that is keeping them from operating as the person that you intended for them to be on this earth and long after. I ask that you forgive those that are causing harm unintentionally and that you encourage those that are fighting through it i pray for those that are listening right now with dreams with with a thirst and a hunger for finding purpose and that you allow their minds and their ears to and their eyes so their minds and their ears to hear what it is that you are leading them towards and allow their eyes to see what is already in front of them what's already inside of them. and I thank you for bringing us again all here for this very purposeful moment. Jesus, I thank you for constantly interceding on my behalf. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that was part one. Thank you to Miss Carter Sade in joining me on the Life Things Podcast with Laquita Danielle. And in the meantime, check out her Hey New Friends Instagram account and all the wonderful things that she's doing with that to bring women together. Life Things with Maquita Danielle was the podcast was actually listed as a top. Let me pull up the exact title so I don't mess it up. <laughs> All right. Top 10 single mom podcasts you must follow in 2020. So share with your friends. I'm just saying. And that's on a feed spot. I'll put a link in the description as well. Thank you, feed spot. Because when it's real and when it's authentic and when you're happy with what you're putting out there and it's rooted in your purpose, it's bound to connect with those that need to connect with it. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to create and connect with you. This is Life Things with Maquita Danielle. Of Polish Pistol, you can follow me on social media at Maquita Yell. That's on Instagram, Facebook, etc. You can follow future blog posts and check out the old blog post on PolishPistol.com. And I'll see you on the next episode. 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 Bye.